0: That is not just a clever cadence written by me, but a true statement of what we do every day and why we truly appreciate each and every one of you. If you are looking for something for your Jeep, Ram, Bronco, or Toyota, give us a try. We are here to help. And now, on to another amazing episode of the Modern Jeepers Show.
1: It's a ferrocerium fire starter, so it's not magnesium, and it's got a really nice stick. Say say
0: ferrocerium like five times fast.
1: Ferrocerium, (laughs) ferrocerium. I can't.
0: I I was surprised. I was shocked you said it the first time, right? I was like, whoa. The Modern Jeepers Show. The show about jeeps, jeeping, and jeepers. Hello Modern Jeepers, Matson from Metal Cloak here and welcome to episode number 134 of the Modern Jeeper Show, the show about Jeeps and Jeeping and Jeepers. The gang is all here this week as Corey and Jesse are getting ready for the Modern Jeeper Adventure on the San Juans of Colorado. And in our usual unscripted form, the conversation wanders all over the place. See if you can catch when we actually start talking about Jeeps. The fun conversation spans backyards, closed trails, DMVs, Canada, guided tours, traveling the U.S., van life, the Rivian truck, Ray-Bans, subscription boxes, and the brand called you. And we start our second annual Modern Jeeper giveaway by issuing our first keyword, more details to come. By the way, if you're listening and wondering what the F are these guys doing, you can see the full video in all its glory at youtube.com slash modern jeeper. As always, we're extremely grateful to our supporters and friends, including Warren Winches, Raceline Wheels, Bestop, Milestar Tires, Rugged Radios, Adventure Rack Systems, and of course, Metal Cloak. So sit back, relax with a cold one, and enjoy episode number 134 of the Modern Jeeper Show. Well, hey, Modern Jeepers, this is another episode of the Modern Jeeper Show with me, Matt so from Metal Cloak, and Mr. Modern Jeeper, Corey Osborne. Hey, buddy hey rockstar jeep girl jesse
2: hello what's going
0: on good good you got a little color going
2: hello. <laughs> i do. I saw your
0: post like it was time for some
2: color yeah it was time for something
0: something, something a little to change do. up yeah can you give cory a little color yeah some i little, need a little color little, a little purple yeah. coming down here maybe on the Halloween's sides coming you know oh yeah. that would be good. like blood i can make I it see really a, silver no blood red I did get a hair. I
1: mean it's it's a lot shorter. I mean I'm <laughs> I did cut it. I did get a a, a pretty good haircut, so
0: Yeah, but well, you're wearing your Camp Right hat. I am. At Camp Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah, our friends at Camp Right. Yeah, got to got to have a shout out to our our industry uh, supporters and uh friends of the industry and all that kind of stuff. So figured I'd rock my the, new Camp Right hat today.
0: Your Camp Right hat, your JW Speaker shirt. And then what do you have? Jesse, is that? ah, Jeep Reef. Jeep Jeep Reef. Reef. Jeep Reef. A little different than Jeep Beef. Wait, that's where the Jeep Reef is sitting? Is that Mm. a reef there? Is that kind of a reef? Yeah, I guess so, huh? Oh, good Lord. Uh, He he is good, too. What are you Uh, doing
1: out there in in the big state of California?
0: You know, uh, we're breathing because, you know, we don't have any uh, and not as much smoke in the air so that's, that's good, good thing. it's good we're still hot it's only 80s you know sun's still out there we're still working every day make sure everybody gets their stuff you know getting parts we, in, we were, shipping stuff we were out. 40
1: 45 degrees last night here
0: 45
2: it's cold wow. in here wow not to go sit out in the sun just to get warm
1: yeah we were only uh i think we're supposed to be 69 today but um the leaves are starting to change even a little bit more for our adventure this weekend wow. coming up. It's going to be amazing.
0: Yeah, you know, my backyard still sucks because I have been de- <laughs> uh debilitated. So you talk about the leaves changing. The first thing I think about is all the leaves falling from my trees in the it backyard right. that I haven't cleaned up. And I've got the. I mean, it's just, it's bad. I feel I'm so ashamed. My manhood card, my man card's gonna be turned in because I haven't taken care of my backyard. If I was a real man, I'd been out there anyway. I've been out there in a wheelchair, still taking care of my backyard. But no, I'm like, oh shit. But you know how hard it is to hire somebody. We, are, but we've oh, had this yeah. conversation before. Yeah. That's, People don't yeah. actually want to work anymore.
2: No.
1: No. And, you know, funny you brought that up. I got to give a shout out to our friends at the uh, the DMV office here in Montrose. Uh, my my driver's license had expired and uh, I pulled up out front. And, you know, Ma- the Montrose is a pretty small, small place anyway. But uh, they're closed for lunch and there's a big sign on the door. that says, you know, we're going to be gone from 12 to 1. And I pulled up about quarter to 1. Big sign out front that says, really, it, it said, the gist of it was by appointment only. And uh, I didn't have an appointment and I just, I thought I'd go down there and see Um, since I have a commercial driver's license, I knew I had to go get a physical and all that kind of stuff. So I went to our urgent care office and and they got me in and only took about four hours to get a physical. Yeah. That's a whole nother story. But (laughs) so I pulled up at the DMV and, and it's, there's some chairs outside even though the door's locked and they're all at lunch the guy, the guy's coming back from lunch and and a younger guy and super nice. And he's like, Hey, do you have an appointment? I'm like, you know, I don't, I was just kind of seeing, I tried to do it online. I needed to upload my, my medical stuff. And, and, uh, he's like, yeah, well, we're, we're really short staffed today. So go ahead and go online and see if you can make an appointment. So a couple other people are showing up about this time and, and there's, there's like three of us now sitting out there and and the door's still locked. It's not one o'clock yet. And the sign in the middle of the door says, we're at lunch. We're closed until one. I can't tell you how many of those people went up and tried that door. Um, <laughs> and, and there's people standing outside and, and, you know, everybody had to go up and test it, make sure it was still locked. And of course, it still was locked. <laughs> and uh, dude comes out and uh, I, I'm on my iPhone and I'm trying to make an appointment through the Colorado DMV. And it's 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 wanting to I there was apparently a pop up that's getting blocked and I'm not able to do this from my phone. And a dude came out to check on everybody and said, look, we're, we're just setting up. We'll be right with everybody. Everybody here have an appointment. And a few people did. And and he goes, how about you? Are, were you able to get in? And I'm like, I, c- I can't I can't figure out how to make an appointment. And he's like, you have an iPhone. I said, yeah. He goes, well, uh, I'll take care of you. Just give me a second. Goes back in, makes me an appointment. Wow. And yeah, and, and comes back out and he says, the nearest appointment I can get you is three forty-five, but we're, we're, we're working through everybody. He goes, if you want, just hang tight and I'll get you. It'll probably be 20 minutes. I'm like, cool. That, that would be awesome. Wow. More people showing up this whole time. And, uh, some people they're taking care of, they're getting them in and out. And, uh, literally he comes back out like 15 minutes later and he's like, I got you. Let's go. Wow. So, uh, yeah, he gets me in. We, I get to renew my license. They take the picture, all that kind of stuff. And, uh, I don't know. It's just amazing to me. And this whole time people are, are standing there wanting to ask him questions and, and he's got a smile on his face and he's like, you know what? We're doing the best we can. We'll get you when we can. And it was just, it was pleasant. The fact that people were, they, they can't read. They, they can't follow directions. (laughs) Um, they have, they, even after you tell them, Hey, that door's locked, you know, how many people still tried it because <laughs> right. that's my goal. I'm going to, when I get really old, when I retire, I'm going to go sit down there and I'm just going to harass people as they go into the DMV, I think. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the official uh, DMV mascot. That's funny. Yeah. You know, it, that is well, how many times you walked up to a door and it says push and you pull, right? Right. Yeah. Right. But okay, I've done that. I walked up and said, you know, I was like, oh, is that really? Yeah, they are closed. Or you grab the door, you know, and you look at the hours and you check just a little bit and, oh, did I just miss it? Or I don't know. And
1: it's just so funny. You know, it says, you know, so guy comes out and he's having a conversation with one person and uh, he's like, you know, I, yeah, we have, we're short staffed today. We really need you to make an appointment. And then the person standing right next to that person kind of does this whole, but what about me? Well, well, do you well, really? have an appointment? No. So and and he actually it was kind of funny because he apologized. He when he came back over to me, he's like, "I'm so sorry. Sometimes my explanations get very long-winded." And I'm I'm like, "You're awesome. Like you're doing that, and you're saying the exact <laughs> same thing to the person standing right next to this other person who apparently was just, well, I'm but I'm different than that guy. Why does I know he might have to have an appointment, but I shouldn't have to have an appointment? Right. Oh. People are well,
0: smart. you know, yeah,
2: super smart.
0: <laughs> so, it, yeah, the the challenge in all of all that is this is just life as we know it, right? And we do have expectations and entitlement. Let's get down to that word entitlement. I mean, I guess it was a, a a political show. We would decimate that word entitlement because there's a definite feeling of entitlement, right? Oh, absolutely. Now, I've gotten down there. I've done, you know the DMV. It's now it's kind of funny. I wonder how many states in the union actually use. Department of Motor Vehicles, DMV, because it's become kind of the generic term you always hear for Department of Motor Vehicles. But right. many states don't. Arizona, I think it might be the DMV now. When I lived there, it wasn't. It was some other acronym. I'll have to look it up. Yeah, like um,
1: vehicle registrations or something. Yeah,
0: it was something else. Like it was the, in fact, I'm going to look it up right now. Yeah, um,
1: it's interesting that, um, I don't yeah, know, I had- and, and we're so used to now doing everything online, um, getting appointments I mean, it was entertaining for me to go to urgent care and sit there for almost four hours. Uh, the people that come in and out of urgent care are uh, definitely, un- they're as unique as the people who are down at the DMV, I think. A lot of travelers, a lot of people going in for COVID tests. And yeah.
0: It, it's the Arizona DOT, a dot, but it's the MVD, not the DMV, it's MVD. Motor, Motor Vehicle, Vehicle De- Division? Department, Department, or Department or Division but something like that. But how can Arizona MVD help you? Wow. VD VD, V I'm (laughs) not sure. You know, I, I'm okay. I've had it before. I'm okay. I don't need that again. I don't need the MVD. (laughs) I'm vaccinated.
1: We are used to, well, look at COVID look at the, we got DMV, the DOT, we got ARB, ARS, MC owners club. I mean, we're all about acronyms.
0: Right. Right. Give me an acronym, and I'll show you a, a fantastic time. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, oy vey. So, um, so back to I, I. I cut you off completely when I started talking about how lousy my backyard is right now, and how how well, I'm not going to use that word because the first word that came to mind is probably the wrong word to use. But how I just suck right now. But that being said, you were talking about San Juan's in Colorado and what's coming up here in just a couple of days.
1: Yes, yes, it's you know this is gonna be such a fun trip um again, this is kind of like we get to for for Jesse and I we get to go play in our own backyard uh and we have a again, it's a small group, um, we just saw some reports uh we saw actually the other day we were doing some pre running and some kind of we're we're gonna have to get a little creative because of course, this side of the mountain is still under construction, so we've had some construction up in our mountain passes Mm. that the road we use to get to some of our trails is actually closed. Mm. So we're, we're kind of, we're kind of adjusting things and we were up doing some, some pre-running and, uh, coming back down the highway, there was a bunch of people on the side of the road and people were driving like idiots of course. And, uh, Jesse was on the radio and she says, yeah, it's probably an accident. Oh, I'm like, Oh, I'm sure. Cars lined both sides of the road. Hazards people on.
2: stopping abruptly. People,
1: people stand, Yeah, 60 miles an hour. People are just standing out on the road. And we're like, what is going on? And everybody's looking over to this one area. And we look over and there's a full-blown bull moose. Bullwinkle antlers, the wow. whole ball of wax, standing beside wow. the road. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I've I've only seen, seen two other moose. Would that be meese? Mo- mooses. no, that'd be, no mooses? that's
0: moose? meese would be mice would be meese no, meese me- moose mooses mooses mooses
1: two other mooses
0: i've only seen two out of the moose mooses
1: i've only seen two other <laughs> moose in the San ones and that was a number of years ago and they weren't they were um they were females they were they didn't have um their big antlers and whatnot whereas this guy had the full he had a beard the bullwinkle antlers it was Pretty he spectacular. Was
2: standing there, staring at everybody, taking pictures of
1: it. Yeah, he was totally posing. So
0: the, the plural of moose, the plural of moose is moose. Moose. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. that's what I thought. Moose. Moose. Yeah, just meese. some meese. more I, just meese. no, moose. Moose sounds
0: better.
2: Mises. Moose. I think it might.
1: Yeah, and uh, so lies. Jesse just saw a report of some uh, two other bull moose on the Silverton side of Red Mountain Pass. Guys wow. taking pictures of them. So. The moose are here, and that would be really cool if we were to come across a couple of moose. And so, is this like that's an invasion? Are they?
0: Is this a migration? Are they coming down? Are they gonna, they're, or do know. they normally live up in the area, or do they migrate?
1: I think they're just looking for Rocky. No,
0: <laughs> oh, he's up in Canada, dude. He's just a squirrel. Yeah, he's in Canada.
1: We have oh, one of those. Yeah, yeah that's that, right. Yeah, Rocky Canadian. and Bull
0: are up in Cana- Canada, dealing they're with Canadian. the mountain. They're Canadian. <laughs> Canadian. Although, Canadian. just like other cool Canadians, maybe they came to the U.S. You know, uh, maybe Ryan, so. Ryan Reynolds, Ian Johnson, yeah, Rocky Ian. I mean, that's cool. that's it. see you have some of the best Canadians ever here in the U.S. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you know, so and just another uh, kind of a, an observation, I guess. This seems to be the time of year where there's an awful lot, and I don't know if this is well. I think this is just a trend that we're seeing because of COVID, but there are events, not your typical show and shine, Jeep club, let's go off road kind of vendor show events, but trail rides, planned expeditions. Um, And I I noticed I was doing some research uh, early yesterday and it seems to me that about every company out there, if you're involved in outdoor recreation, you now have events. I was on, let me pull it up here. I think I was on, it wasn't Backcountry, which by the way, backcountry.com, I do a lot of um, research and just shopping and whatnot. Oh, it was The Climb. The Climb is C-L-Y-M-B. And there's a bunch of sites that are tied into The Climb. Gear, Active Gear Up and active, Active Gear, something like that. They're all kind of the same site, I think. different uh different front ends but this is a company that just sells shoes and fitness stuff well they also do a whole bunch of of guided trips so uh a couple of these other websites out there that are just they're they're resellers of active outdoor stuff they're now starting to do their own guided trips and i was just kind of curious about what pricing what they what they did what do you get as far as when you sign up for one of their trips and it's it's kind of interesting. The climb are literally hiking trips, but I'm hiking surprised trips. at what you pay for. So some of these are four and five days. Literally, they're going to take you into Yellowstone. They're going to walk you up to Half Dome. It's a thousand dollars a person.
0: So just, I just want to clarify: Yellowstone Half Dome or Yosemite Half Dome? Oh, I'm sorry, Yosemite, Yosemite. Okay, okay. I was just just to clarify that. You know?
1: Yeah. I'm no, sure and they know. have a, they have a lot of <laughs> They have but a it's a thousand,
0: a thousand dollars to yeah. guide you up Half Dome.
1: Yeah. Yep. In camp. Now camp.
0: I wonder if they do they so they take care of everything. They take care of permits. They. They do. They do. Anything valuable about it? Like, I mean, the the reality is obviously going up Half Dome. I have never done it. Um, but it is these days it's quite a mess with the number of people that go. It's just a one long line of people. From what I understand, now maybe yeah. it's a little right. different. But it's like and one there are a long lot of line.
2: People- that want to go out hiking, but they're afraid to. So, I mean, this is a whole deal that they mm-hmm. do for hiking, and and, and they have
1: just, and they have trips all over. This is just their U.S. national and state park adventure side. Wow, they do Moab, they do the Grand Canyon, Washington, Yellowstone, Death Valley. Mostly hiking and biking type trips. Of course, they mm. are a adventure company that doesn't. They're they're not a a A jeep overlanding company they do right, yeah,
0: yeah, well, it makes sense i mean if you're in the business of encouraging people to go out and do something for fun, you might as well i don't I don't care what it is if you're if you make basketballs, I hope you're out there doing basketball tournaments right mm-hmm. you know if you're if you are um you know if you're in the jeep business, we're out there doing the jeep trips right, and if you're in uh, I don't, you know, tennis shoes, then maybe you're doing, getting involved and in getting people in, into the sport of tennis, tennis. So that's pretty cool. I mean, it I'm, is, I, and I think the backpack I
2: don't know about that. One. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So,
1: and I actually was looking at one of their, their Death Valley trips and it's, this is a, uh, this is four days, three nights, um, hiking in Death Valley. They at night, um, they'll, the, the guides you're with actually will prepare your meal but you still sleep in a tent mm-hmm. and you, you this is this is a hiking trip.
0: Yeah. So you're uh, still hiking and camp. yeah, all tent yeah. camping, a full do you would be this? interesting to do. Here's an interesting idea. And maybe if somebody's out there listening to us, I think it'd be great. Like the Pacific Crest Trail, right? And I, I don't know if they do that at the other end. What's the cause you have the you have um oh, what's the trail at the other end of the country? The big one. Appalachia. Um Appalachian Appalachia. yeah, yeah. The Appalachian yeah. Trail. So the AT and the and the PCT. Mm-hmm. And maybe somebody does this, but I've never heard of it myself because a PCT is a big deal doing the whole thing. And being a complete through hiker, that's a big deal. You start early in the year, you get done, right? You get through there. But imagine if you had a group that like, what do we do? Like we're taking, we're sectioning it off. Like for X amount of dollars, we will take you through the first section of the PCT, right? Mm -hmm. And over a period of, you could technically over a couple of years, do different sections of it and then eventually have the complete PCT under your belt. Cause that's, I mean, it, it seems to me it's, it, there is that kind of thing. Like I would, I love the idea of the PCT and it's not something I don't think I'm at this point in my life and be with the kids and everything else. I'm not going to do the whole thing. I did 125 miles of it, but I very specifically did not do death Valley. Like mm-hmm. we started at Lone Pine, right? <laughs> that's where we first started was Lone Pine. So we're already through the death Valley part, starting out into the PCT where it was already into the Sierras. So, but. You know, imagine it would be interesting to do that, to do Death Valley with a group that's going to make sure, take care of it, make sure you have the water. Because the thing about doing the PCT is you're going to water stations, you're you hoping there's water there when you don't have it. I mean, there's a whole process to it, right? Right. Um, you're starting at the border and getting there. That would be kind of interesting to do well, that.
1: Well, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I've always been, I'm just kind of getting a feel for how many places and people do guiding and, and as a, as an, as when I used to do a lot of scuba diving, of course, wherever we would go, we would sign up with, with that local shop. Because if you don't know an area, the best way to do it is to go out with somebody who does. Right. Um, But I'm always surprised because, you know, even as a, from a jeeping overlanding uh, the, the number of adventures that we've put together, I don't feel like uh you know there's the the value there per dollar is is kind of different. Um all of these trips we're finding that I just pulled up one of their mammoth trips and you start to and from mammoth four nights of camping. This is two thousand dollars a person. Well they wow. supply
2: the tent, the pad, and the sleeping bag. The rest is on you. They supply the mills, the passes, the permits, um so special they equipment. Do they make
0: you carry your own sleeping bag? Yes. You carry like, your own gear. Your gear, but they, but they supply it for you. Yes. So, so you would, get see, to
1: sleep in somebody else's yes. sleeping bag.
0: So see, and, that would be, um, I, if I were doing that, if I were doing that, I would be like for $2,000, we're giving you an $800 setup. And that $800 setup is the, is a great backpack. It's your food canister. It's your food. Now it's one of the interesting things about these trips. Like when I did the 125 miles of PCT, I had a bear canister that was probably most of my weight. Right, heavy duty plastic bear canister, and the most disappointing part of the entire trip was it never got messed with by a bear. Yeah, I would right. have been, I would have enjoyed it if they had actually messed with the darn thing, but they didn't. The one night I thought they did, it was just a, a a big buck deer coming through, but it, I, that would have been fine. But no, I carried this darn thing for all that time and and, and never got messed with. <laughs> But so having somebody to carry that kind of stuff would make it easier for other people that want to lightweight hike, right? If all your food was carried or re- prearranged, um, that would make it, because well, you get to enjoy it. On the flip side of that, I, I'm very much for people enjoying that things. However, the easier you make it, the less friction there is for more people to do something. Then the uh, the more selfish side of me comes back and goes, you know, there's only been a handful of people that have gone through and seen this section of the trail, you you know, we're hiking through and you're going only people that have been through, if you're willing to hike through to get here, you can get here. You create less friction and you end up having a lot more people going and doing something. And we both know the flip side of that is the more people that do something, the more problems it creates. And then it feeds itself to the, to the environmentalist challenges and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera.
1: It's no different than events that wheeling events that we attend, like um, Moab, it's the Easter Jeep Safari. And I just, I just, I think as Jeepers, it's an interesting perspective for us because I think that we're always looking to make sure we get a different kind of value for our dollar, whether it's a, whether it's an experience or some memory or some special thing. Whereas I'm, I'm noticing a lot of these other trips. I mean, when, when, Gosh, when we went to Peru and and hiked the Inca Trail, and mm, yeah, we didn't pay yeah. anywhere near these kind of prices, and everything was done for us. We could carry our own gear, and all we had to do was hike the hike the trail. But it seems like now we're in a different mode, and I think that there's so much demand that that there's folks that I mean, two thousand dollars a person to come hang out with somebody, and and they're going to take you on a trail. It's, it's, it's not like the trail doesn't exist. They're right. not cutting a path for you.
0: Well, and um, like it, like any world, and we're seeing the growth, If the more growth is available and the more opportunity for profit someplace, <laughs> the more of the um, hackers and the hucksters that jump into it that maybe shouldn't be doing it. Maybe they shouldn't be doing Jeep events. Maybe they shouldn't be doing guided trail runs. Maybe they shouldn't be doing, but, oh man, a little chance to make some money. We're going to go out there and do that, you know, because then you create a problem and then you have a chance, you know, there's, there's more risk. So for listeners, and I think our listeners are smart, it's just do your due diligence on any organization you sign up with. Right. Right. Right.
1: No, absolutely. I, some of these adventures look absolutely phenomenal and uh, maybe I'm just cheap um or just have a different perspective of what I'm willing to, to pay for. I think that there's especially in our state park system, like there's so much information that's already out there. Um get a buddy of yours together and plan a vacation and go out with your friend and take your Jeeps and there's amazing things that you can do. But I understand it like you you're also gonna rely on the park service and, and other people there to give you that information. Whereas some of these are a little bit more hand holding I'm guessing
0: probably more hand-holding probably i would say there's probably a lot of international customers probably true. right coming yeah. in um just like you i mean a local peruvian's not going to go hire somebody to uh, you know hike up there right right but you right. did for whereas out here it's probably you know we see that with nina and her, i'm sure big you know customer base for nina is of some international customers coming in we see that with outlaw jeep tours with jeremy and some of these others. International customers come in, they want to do something. They don't have any idea. They just want the experience. Right. And so they go through even some of the local Rubicon stuff and the Rubicon Trail Adventures, I think is the group out here. Um, same thing. You know, they get some international customers paying top dollar to be completely taken care of. And but they just want the experience of going through the Rubicon. But they're willing to pay top dollar to have all the food taken care of, everything else taken care of, everything going because hell, they already paid top dollar just to get to the country. And now they're doing this big trip here and it's part of their experience. You know, we used to see that a lot in, uh, when I went to Japan and during the heyday of, of Japanese tourism, where you could literally go into a bank and get a loan for going on vacation and you'd get, you get issued a card and here's your loan for going on vacation. And they would go to Hawaii or go elsewhere or go someplace in the world and just spend a ton of money just to have that experience. Right. Um, but there was no way they were going to do it on their own.
1: Interesting. Yeah. Maybe we're just, uh, I don't know. I I mean, I think it's an evolutionary thing that we're seeing, especially the demand for these type of, of adventures, number one. Um, And we all know that there's a plethora of folks taking folks out. And, and I, I think that we, we've changed what's important to us. We want to go outdoors. We want to enjoy ourselves. We don't want to, be quote unquote stuck anymore um and i i think we're seeing that in our workforce people aren't aren't wanting to go back to work they're still wanting to to venture out and now that school has started back in i think it's just it's interesting there's still a lot of people it's crazy there's still so many people out and about and like it's still summertime but it's, i don't know
0: i think we're all learning that life can be different and i, I, I think i mentioned it before where there was a house we were looking at um, and we're not going to buy it. It just, it's too much money for too little acreage, but the reason the family is selling and they still have kids right they they have no reason to go except for they've decided that they can work remotely. So they're selling their really nice house that they put a lot into and their property and everything else to buy an RV and travel the country with their kids. Right. They just, they can, they were already homeschooling. Um, and so now they're going to be one of those RVers going across the country, going to different places and they'll see where they end up. They may, you know, may come back to California. They may end up in some other state. But now they're just they can raise their kids on the road, do all their work remotely, um, continue to make the same living they were making, but they don't have to be tied down. And I think we're seeing more and more people van life. I mean, have you checked out van life lately?
3: Mm-hmm, it's yep. huge.
0: It's huge. Yeah, yeah. I mean, people are just like converting vans. And mm-hmm. the big thing now is getting ambulances, yeah, <laughs> you know, right? box ambulances Full and converting. Bus. I ran into
2: two of those on the way back from Oklahoma, and apparently they were going to Buena Vista to do a show called Gutted. They had Mm. certain teams that were doing an ambulance, a... uh, Uh,
1: There was a pickup, there was... yeah. Yeah,
2: and a school bus, and they were on teams on how they were going to build these vehicles yeah, how they yeah. were
1: going to gut them and create living quarters inside these vehicles
0: because um,
2: they already have one themselves so they just made a tv show out of it
0: i was i was looking at one that was just it was a, an ambulance it was freaking gorgeous inside like the yeah. guy the sink was all set up off of some uh so reclaimed wood i mean you did an mm-hmm. incredible job of, of, of turning around and the school buses, you know, that the school buses have been around since the tiny homes. Right. T- they were right. turning those in the tiny homes. But yeah. So we're, we are definitely in a different world now where people are like, screw the idea of being tied down in one location. Let's go out and do it. Right. Well, you know, look and what the, we've
1: done with our Jeeps. I mean, right? it is all about making them capable for them to go anywhere we want to go.
0: Right. Right. And traveling. I mean, I hate to say it, but traveling was part of what Gabby and her, uh, her boyfriend were involved in. Right. For all of that's those right. listening we're you know, this is on Tuesday and you'll hear this Thursday morning, but that's what they were doing. And that's that, that generation is very much into this idea of, and what's interesting about it is I believe just going back a few years, you're getting out of college, that generation or out of school, whatever there was a desire to travel internationally. Like that was the big push, right? Like let's travel internationally. We got to get out of our home and go. And there was lots of, there's books like Vagabonding and some of the others and guys like Tim Ferriss that were helping making the idea of traveling on hardly any dollars at all. These are show was called $20 a day at one point or $40 a day traveling around the world and going to all these different places was a big push. I think that's changed now because of COVID. There's a whole generation that's discovering that traveling America is, is actually just as exciting and just as interesting mm-hmm. right. as traveling traveling the world and it, I think it's fantastic but you're right now it means you go places and it's just there's a lot of people there in places where you normally wouldn't see anybody
1: well and it's it's so funny because we' we're, we're in the same uh, you know all of our adventures are a little bit different from each other and the evolution and the technologies that allow us to do things a little differently um, it's still in in evolving. Like we didn't we used there. People used to go what we call now overlanding. A lot of people just called it camping. camping. Um, <laughs> you know, right. they they drove right. to a place and they got out of their car and they put up a tent and a sleeping bag and then they continued their travels the next day or right. went hiking or whatever. Now it's kind of gained this official following and and you know it's the it's the world of the titanium spork. And, and it, it's, if, if you don't have, you know, 28 grams of, of, of stuff Careful. you can get rid of,
0: I know, Careful. I know. <laughs> um, well, I don't know why you yeah. went down grams. I mean,
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you, you're right. I mean, I, we talked about this before, right? When, when Becker and myself and Eric Ennis started doing our, our annual backpacking trip to Buck Island, um, I remember I had like. 45 50 pound bag scott was probably at 35 40 right and becker's down to like 12 pounds of all his gears in 12 pounds i mean he shaved yeah. everything off right but that is kind of the game now there's so much technology so much opportunity you know it it, it is interesting though because <clears throat> i think that people are going to continue to do this i think this is th- they're going to continue to travel continue to have stuff i don't know if it's ever going to evolve back to the way it was Um, There's always going to be companies that need you to be here. We're manufacturing facility. We need you here. You just, you can't work remotely and pack control arms into a box, right? You just can't do that. And we can't effectively man. I can't effectively manage my people, you know, and if I'm remote, right. I need to be here. I need to walk the shop floor every, every day and see how things are doing and talk to my people every day and make sure they're doing good and make sure that, that everything's running smooth. And that's just the way my life's going to be, but what are my kids going to be doing in in 10, 15 years? What's the idea going to be for them? How are they going to travel? How are they going to do things? I I don't know. I'm fascinated by it. I think it's, I think it's an amazing opportunity for people, but discovering the U S discovering your own backyard. You know, I'm in Sacramento and I forget that people come from all over the world to come see our state Capitol, to come see old Sacramento, to come see some of the things this the, the California state museum that's here and the, all these other things that are right here and we we tend to forget what's in our own backyard. You can't cuz you drive by it every day and you go wheeling in it every day. But there are things well, in your own backyard. We,
1: we try. We try. Um it's I don't I I put up an article. Uh well, this week has been kind of there's been a few articles out there uh with Stellantis, our our parent company of Jeep, um it, what they're doing and as far as us moving forward into this technology um tunnel, I'm gonna call it this technology path, things are gonna continue evolving. And as we we start talking about the environmental changes, um, what our government is doing to try and help, you know, global warming and be more green and electric vehicles, I, I agree with you. I think that it's you're exactly right. It's not gonna it's not gonna stop. It's gonna continue to evolve. I'm a little gun shy because it's allowing, I mean, and we, we, we talk about it and we, we see it. People are now, they can work mobile and I think that's a good, gr- a great thing, but all of a sudden us putting charging stations in the middle of the Rubicon or <laughs> death Valley <laughs> right. and, and us carrying around all this gear so that we can go sit somewhere in the middle of nowhere and still feel like we're at home or do work isn't that why we went there was to get away from that and we're being kind of pulled both ways into it i don't know i i don't know i'm i'm the technologies that are coming about in the automotive industry are just amazing and i can see us we're getting closer to these autonomous vehicles vehicles that we can no longer work on or modify which for our listeners out there that is still a big push and organizations like SEMA, where everybody just thinks that's a big car show, SEMA, the specialty equipment manufacturers association, goes to bat legislatively for us to say, hey, we need to keep the ability for us to modify these vehicles on our own, which is there's legislation out there that says no more. You're not gonna be able to put that engine in your vehicle. Um, you know, the RPM Act and all those kind of things. So again, I, I just think we need to be cautious because we're kind of being fed. Here's some more technology. This is great. Now we have, you know, fiber optic lines running through what used to be mountain areas, and we're going to have hotspots, so our cars can now determine what the road conditions are like before we know it, so that we can plan our trips. Man, we're really going down a a different kind of path.
0: Well, and I think you're right, and and let's look at, at at Starlink. Yes. I think Starlink is going to be fantastic for people in rural. Some of the houses I've looked at had do not have adequate internet and they're running Hughes and these other archaic systems and Starlink is going to make it great. Sure. Fantastic. I have great internet at my rural home, but once Starlink is completely in in, in place, you could be in the middle of the Rubicon and be on the internet, yeah. which is one of the great things about the Rubicon. When you're out there on the Rubicon and you're sitting at Rubicon Springs, you are isolated from technology. Right. You're isolated from the outside world And it is a true vacation. You can't just sit there and go, Oh, well, I better go find a way. No, you're isolated. However, once something like Starlink is completely in uh, in place, there's not going to be anywhere on this planet where you could go and, you know, not be, just be able to disconnect. You have to literally take the time to say, I am not going to be on my computer. I'm not going to be on my laptop. I'm not going to, to use my phone. Um, and I think that's, that's a challenge. I think a lot of people, maybe the, the millennial generation, the new generations that are, like well, the digital generation, let's call them that. Mm-hmm. The digital generation doesn't know what it's like to be disconnected, right? Right. And that's something they need to do. Now, now going down that path, then you have something like the, the Rivian truck, right? And I know we're supposed to be talking about, this is a Jeep show, so let's talk a little bit about vehicles. Have you seen the Rivian truck? Have you seen? So there's there's an article going right now, and you probably know the trail. It's the it's a full cross country trail. Um, uh, and I think the guys from from Motor Trend are taking a couple of Rivian trucks now all the way across the country. Um, what's the name of that trail? I, is, I, it, it's, it's,
1: is it is the, the the uh, Atlantic something? The
0: I'm gonna look it up now. Because you know it's one these kinda, things we're supposed to have notes. See, we don't have notes to all of no, our listeners. This is all on the floor. We don't make notes, so it's all based on our mm-hmm. own our own memory. So if you if we're sitting and going, "What the hell am I talking about?" It's because I didn't prepare. Unlike you know the the if we were professional, we'd actually have our our stack of stuff. The Trans America Trail.
1: Trans America. Here we go. Yeah. So if you go to
0: Motor Trend, you can for our listeners Google Motor Trend um, Rivian and review, and you'll see that they actually have an article. And they're taking the Rivian trucks on the Trans-American Trail. Now, what is incredible about this is what a great freaking marketing process for Rivian to say, this is a real truck. Because, you know, I love Tesla, but the Cybertruck is a different truck for a different reason, right? And it's going to have its advantages. But Rivion's saying, look, this is a real truck. It just has to be electric. And you can go cross-country with it. You can go through mud and water and all these other things and take this, you know, absolutely, mostly off-road trail across the country. And the guys are, here's, here's a couple of trucks, Motor Trend, go ahead, go for it, right? I mean, that that is fantastic marketing. And I yeah. think it's going to be a winner. I mean, it's a good-looking truck. Um, quite honestly, it's what I expected when Tesla was going to announce their truck. I figured they'd have something good-looking like that. And the Cybertruck is what it is, and people like it. I'm I I'm not a fan myself. Just not what I expected. But it, it'll it'll be cool when you see it driving down the road next to you. Um, and, and you know you try to get out of its way as it tries to wedge its way around you. But the Rivian is just a great looking truck, and then and and it's gonna have fun. I think a lot of people are gonna start using it for overlanding. But now, but it, my point being, here's a vehicle like that, fully electronic, all about the electronics, all about the accessibility, and you see them out there overlanding in the middle of death valley i don't want to be mean about this right i'm trying to use the words that to me is not being disconnected from the world right you've brought your refrigerator essentially with you you brought right. your household appliance with you you brought you can't disconnect under those circumstances because you have to stay connected to the grid
1: it, it is and it's the creature comforts it's why we buy new vehicles it's why we buy the gladiators and the jls and all of these creature comforts that are built into them and we're we're not driving around in our old TJs, and well, some mm. of us are my LJ, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and 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 it's it's because we I don't know maybe that crowd is just getting a little older, but the those vehicles are still the extreme vehicles, right? They're the ones that are going to go rock crawling and all that. They're not the ones that are going to go drive across uh, open expanses, and they're not going to the the rock crawler buggy slash yeah it is not going to drive down the highway anywhere it's not comfortable right right so all of these hybrid type crossover vehicles have become the new normal for sure uh but i'm i'm still we're also part of a group that is there's still a whole bunch of people out there talking on cb radios <laughs> right we're talking about electric vehicles and we're going to communicate by a cb are you right. kidding me like, mm-hmm. that's just, that's so last decade's technology. And and even with new stuff, GMRS, ham frequencies, can you imagine the evolution? We're on 5G technologies where they're saying, you know, we, we won't even have to worry about GMRS and business band, VHF, UHF, because we'll all be connected through cell service point to point across
0: America. Well, if, look at this. I mean, imagine a time where, hey, all Tesla owners could call each other. Just free using Tesla system, right? Right. That that imagine a time or a Rivian. My my kids all have you know, God forsake me, but my kids all have their own pads. Even my two year old has her own, you know, Kindle Fire pad, um, and which keeps her from because she's a she's a mean little girl. She's two years old and she'll go, <laughs> she like last night. Josh gets comes crying. What happened? His two year old sister hit him over the head with a with her little bottle, her sippy cup, bottle that had water in it. Like she's, she's, she's a little mean one. So she, but so to, to keep her from beating them up about their pad, she's got her own little pad, right? Her own little kids, but those pads can call each other. Like because it's all tied with Alexa, like they can sit there and they can call me. I can be in another room and they can call daddy over the phone and Alexa rings and I have to answer Alexa and talk to them. Like they could be in another room. Right. So that's just using the fire technology which nice. is just based on the internet totally we, free calling huh? oh no they figured it out themselves oh god yeah they they, they saw helping. the they saw the phone icon and hit it and said what does this do and next thing you know they're calling yeah i didn't teach them anything yeah, they, they they taught themselves especially josh he figures all this stuff out jack comes to me and goes daddy not Look. it's not working but josh is like like wait a second you're four years old Josh, who's five years old, he never came to me ever about how to use his pad. He figured it all himself. You, you got to figure this out yourself, kiddo. But um, it, he, so that's what they do. So now, so you take the technology of a, of Tesla. Why can't all the Teslas in the in the world be interconnected with their own communication systems? You know, from one to another. If you know Bob's on the Tesla, right, and avoid other internet uh, interconnectivity. Same thing with Rivian trucks, or uh, you know, which means you could be in the middle of no place. Um, in your tesla and make a call and call somebody who else is in it you know whatever but that technology exists to be able to out to not have to have intercommunication between each other to have this connectivity between each other um, that doesn't require cell phones or cell signals or anything else right
1: i mean and that's and that's where Stellantis is moving they're 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 saying hey look we can we are these these cars have enough computers in them we can have a system where it is getting road information as you drive, wherever it is you're going, it already does that. Look at our navigation system. Sure. But now that it's going to even detect, you know, down to, to smaller things and quicker uh, updates and, you know, basically live um, you hit the brakes for something. Well, the car coming the other direction is going to know that you've hit the brakes for something, That, that kind of, and again, privacy, we've kind of we've given up like there's there's no more of that that just went out the window
0: half the ubers uh, i get into and i do an uber every day because of my foot i do uber in the morning and i get a ride home at night but the, half the ubers i get into have have the dash cam mm-hmm. that is two way right there's one facing forward and one facing back so you can see the passenger yeah um, and the recording it's recording all the time all the time and it, well i think if you also- if you
1: buy a if you buy a van one of those conversion vans don't you automatically have to have your own YouTube channel? It's
2: oh, a requirement. You have <laughs> well, to sign paperwork.
0: Then you just have to have the Ray-Ban glasses. Have you seen mm-hmm. the new ones from Facebook? Yeah, Ray-Ban no? story. I actually what? want to buy a pair. They're like what? they're like I want to get a pair. It's like three hundred bucks, but they they have, they have they have five K cameras on either cameras side, and you can sit there uh. and say uh, say and I whatever it is take photo and it'll take a photo and you can say start video and it'll start a video or you can hit the button. And they're full on Ray-Ban sunglasses, wayfarer style. And I think they have another style too, but the Wayfarer sunglasses, but with cameras. So be cautious when you're going someplace and somebody's wearing a pair of wayfarers, because you may not. Now they do have little lights that say, We put these little lights here to make sure that people understand when they're being recorded. Yeah, most of us wouldn't see that. But yeah. So yeah, you gotta wear it. But that's the thing. It's like it's I mean, it's, here it's a here's social life.
1: media. Facebook was becoming the place where you know, people were over like, I'm not going to I don't want to see what Joe had for dinner and his plate of food and people would post what they <laughs> ate for dinner. But it's amazing to me what what people will watch this mm. whole Gabby situation where her YouTube stuff, all of those videos of her sitting in her tent and sitting in the van and all of their fights and whatever they were doing is becoming its own little reality show yeah. Yeah. and it's because of their youtube channel and and is that really where we're that is where who, we're headed i mean
2: i just I wonder, uh, I sit in I wonder our house has, and watch other people
0: i wonder who has like full like if 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 her cuz obviously her youtube channel's blowing up
3: oh
2: yeah and
0: there's some value to that so i wonder sure. who actually had control of the channel if it was her or him and in that case who actually gets the value does youtube just get all that content for free now or do they still have to pay somebody
1: that's a good question
0: um for the work that was done and all that content if there's actual monetary value there who gets that
1: yeah i don't know i mean again is this our this is our future right it's remember that tv show and i don't know i might still be on big brother where there's yeah, multiple still, cameras all around yeah. the house, and it was oh, a reality God. show, right? And and that was like that was a game show. Well, that's just the way it is now. Like right.
0: that is, and people are willing to do it. And again, we talk about TikTok because I that's my big thing right now to try to understand it and see if there's things I can do, um with it. And 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 I care less about Facebook and some of the other things because one of the things about TikTok, it really is unfiltered. Um, it it is filtered on certain things like there's no nudity that sort of thing but right. content wise it's unfiltered still
3: mm-hmm.
0: but yeah people are just basically like this is our life this is what we're doing and this is our thing and it, it's amazing and a lot of people use that to promote their youtube channel but there was a book written god so oh in search there was a book in search of excellence um and it was in search of excellence and i forget the author but this was like 90s or late 80s early 90s um and he wrote a second book called brand you um and this is it, it, it's so telling because that's what our world is about um in search of excellence by tom peters and i, think
1: I have i think i might even have that in my closet what? actually
0: the brand called U, let's see brand you tom peters yeah and that was his thing and this was this is like he he came up with this in the in the 90s i think was um was what you needed to 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 start thinking about is that you are a brand right and and that's where people are now it is evolved like everybody is a brand I think I don't know what it is about school these kids grow up thinking success means how good you're managing your own brand
1: right right um wow yeah that's uh yeah that's very interesting. That's uh, such an abstract idea from where we've come from, and I don't know what I mean. What happened to the preppers? Isn't the world going to come to an end? Oh, they're out what, there. They're where quiet.
0: did they they're, go? They're just they're they're just on. They're just now just promoting themselves on YouTube and and, and TikTok. Mm-hmm. They're still out they're there. They're out there. <laughs> speaking of which, speaking of which, <laughs> so I've also follow you know I follow NFTs and crypto and stuff as I mentioned earlier. But uh, I just saw QAnon, the guy who apparently created was the mastermind behind QAnon, is now selling five of his tweets, an image of five of his tweets that he tweeted that were re, the ones that were retweeted by by President Trump as NFTs. And so he's got him up for auction as NFTs. So he's trying to and he's he wants to use the funds from that to fund some other freedom project that he's working on. But he has five of them posted up. And we did just one, one's up, but he has five total he's going to do. And so and then just, you could he, own them. You can own, but just a screenshot. Like basically, he's taken a screenshot of it and posted that screenshot as an NFT uh, for people to bid on <laughs> and decide if they want to have that. And right now it's at like 600 bucks with 19 days left or whatever. So it's not quite going to where he was hoping, I'm sure. But um, it's, uh, it's just kind of craziness, but yeah, that's where your preppers are now. I mean, they're, they're still prepping. They're just now documenting what they're doing to prep and then hey, making money off of that.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, it's, um, yeah, I, I mean, I, and I, I agree. We should all be prepared for going out on the trail and things like that. I don't know how well, again, we just came from a conversation of technology on a global level. And and having cars that are talking to each other, and and yet, you know, there's still things like, I, I got a fire starter in the mail. Turns out, you know, you they make a big lighter that <laughs> you can buy like packs of a hundred of these things. <laughs> what if they're gone? You Can't get um, them anymore.
0: That's not. I'm sorry. That's not as much fun as having a fire starter. And then hi- as you're hiking and backpacking, you pick off like, because that's what I was doing. When I'm a piece of tree, it's like, oh, let's try this. Oh, I know. I understand that this bark works really well. So I was pulling up the cedar bark and do it. And then at the campfire, you're like, hey, let's experiment and let's see how, how it yeah. works. What I didn't do was document all that and turn that into short TikToks.
1: Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. See.
0: So the point is, you know, you have a lot of knowledge and it's important for all of us to share our knowledge. Don't be selfish and keep your knowledge right. to yourself.
1: Yeah. Don't keep anything to yourself. You need to be sharing all of your perspectives. Right. With everyone.
0: Right. Cause you're important.
1: Cause your, your brand is valuable.
0: You're important. You're important. Except I don't know which brand to use. Like I want to do like, am I, do I want to be like the conservative stalwart? Do I want to be the conservative hippie? Do I want to be, um, uh, you know, Mr. Jeeper. Do I want to be, um, uh you, you can know be
2: anything you want to me that you make up
0: oh you can't well, then anything. I need to be like Mr. Beast and have like seven different channels where it's a different personality and that could be that guy there <laughs> He's got go. seven different personalities I like it <laughs> 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 uh, man. I mean you our parents you know didn't tell us we could right be now? anything we wanted you know to we need no need to do what? I think we are getting about that time we we didn't when did we do, when did we start our big $5,000 giveaway last year? Oh,
2: well, no, I thought it was like. We should
1: probably, start. we should, it's, what is this? This is almost October. Yeah. yeah. So October, November. Yeah, we should probably talk yeah. about that a little bit.
0: Yeah, because we did the, remember we did the one that was specifically for Modern Jeeper and, and our listeners. Right. right. Um, which was not the Metal Cloak um, one that we do, the Metal Cloak Modern Jeeper one we did, we do uh, at the end of the year. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, let's let's let because what were the rules last year? It was like you had to,
2: it was weird.
0: You had to, I don't,
2: I don't remember.
0: Know. We, oh, that's right. It was keywords. We gave him keywords yeah, over yeah, five exactly. different yes. episodes. We could oh, do yeah. that.
2: Yeah. I like you
0: that. do that again? Yeah. We could do that again. You want to start now? Fun. So,
2: we're coming down and doing the show again, right? Well,
0: yeah. yeah. But that, that's that you guys will do that one um, uh, after the first. That's just that's the. I resolved the Jeep one, yeah. which I think you did on your way. Was that on your way to or way back from
1: winter jamboree? I think yeah, somewhere yeah, yes. right in there. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. But this is, this is just purely the modern jeeper. Like, Hey guys. So let's let us let's do it. Let's, let's do, we want to do five keywords again.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. That's cool. All right.
0: So we'll we do five hundreds. keywords over the next five episodes. You have to, if I, how did, how did they report those to us? Do you remember?
2: Uh, comments. Remember our comments were broken last year and no one could comment mm. and they sent emails, I believe.
0: And it was, oh, it was on, it was on the website at modernjibber.com. Yes. They had a comment in there. Yes. And then what did we do? Randomly select somebody who had posted in all five or I don't remember how we did it. I don't remember what the rules were. They just Dude. had to track all of them.
2: I do remember the first one we had to do was they wanted to name everything they wanted that i do remember.
1: No, that was our No, that's Jeep. that's
0: the, was it that's the still I Yeah, no. that's our resolved Jeep. This was just the $5,000 like right. product giveaway. I just
2: remember keywords and comments. And it in a, our uh, comment I section remember was broke.
0: Don Arter won that one. Was it Don Arter? Yeah, Don Arter won.
3: Mm,
0: or was that's... no or no, no, no it wasn't. It was, it was the other the Yeah, cuz we had him on our podcast. Yes. I'm thinking about Don Arter as Jeff. the
2: It's a common name, i believe. John no, we John had him on the Jeff.
0: podcast. That's right. That's right.
2: Yeah. Okay. Well, we check up we'll on
0: figure it. out. We're going to find out the rules on how you going to do it. But here's the important guy thing. If you're listening right now, you need to document this down because this will be the keyword for this week. And it may be five, it may be 10. Who knows? We'll figure it out. Ah, uh, there we go. Um, There you Don't go.
2: say it out loud. If they have to yeah. say it on YouTube. Well,
0: they got to They, they, you uh, know, <laughs> we,
1: well, we got to say it. So our, our keyword this week is going to be <laughs> Camp Right. And Camp Right. You have not, to spell it right. And you've got to spell it right. And so that means you're going to have to either go back to one of our prior episodes, look at modernjeeper.com. We've had articles about their products on there. Google their Google their website. Go to their website. And you've got to spell it right, but it is Camp Right.
0: It is Camp Right. So that's excellent. So that's today's keyword. Start documenting that, and we will, um, over the next several weeks, we'll explain to you how it works. But all you need to know right now is that you should write down camp right camp right the yep. keyword keep, of the keep day track
1: of that keyword and then we'll uh we'll figure out uh how we how we're going to do
0: this that's right we'll yeah. figure it out good idea we'll take a look how we did it but yeah there's figured it was about time to start giving away something you know having a lot of giveaways this year so okay you guys got the the event coming up uh this week doing this the week. modern yep. adventure san juan what's next week for you when you get back
1: Um, We have a group coming from, there's some people from Kansas City, as well as Tennessee that are coming out um, for that first week of October. Of course, that is also uh, Trail Hero. I don't think we're going to make it down there to Trail Hero this year. You know, that is a great event for a great cause, but it's really not a quote unquote vendor show for us. Mm -hmm. Um, And we've got a lot going on, a lot to get ready for. Mm -hmm. Uh, So yeah, I think we're going to do some some little trips around here and uh show some folks around, probably go over to Moab for a couple of days and and do the same thing over there, do some little bit of pre-running for our adventure for next year, kind of get some different ideas. Yeah, we're we're kind of scattered. I mean, we're right now is such a weird time of year for us. We're in between kind of this and and you know, SEMA is gonna be here to the end of this next month. Which going to roll into our Death Valley adventures, which we still have some spaces, I think. We're,
0: yeah, yeah I, think we, I think we do. Um, we have to we have to look at it because we still plan on um, uh, doing some coordination on that first trip. That's right. Um, and uh, and what we have to figure that out. Um, and we know that we have a couple for the ARS brand. A couple of our guys are going out to um, to the Overland Expo in yes. Flagstaff at the end it's of this this month. weekend, I think next weekend
1: Which one? next weekend
0: yeah um yeah it's just because this is yeah it's the end of the end of the month so i think we're the the uh wait today's the
1: no it's yeah it's it this is this weekend, weekend. Mm-hmm. it is this
0: weekend yeah. i need to have some conversations with people you know
1: <laughs> yeah because i was, wait, I was today's, uh, today
0: is the 21st yes it is the 21st yeah it is this weekend okay yeah nice. i
1: was i was uh i was disappointed that we we arranged our our event to be this weekend because i think that uh There's still some. I think that these overland type events are Mm. a good learning opportunity as well as to kind of just see what's going on out there. We Jesse had made a comment a while back, and and I'm, you know, we're we're we're, I'm always been kind of a gadget guy, but I've never been one of these. I'm going to pay some money, and I'm going to get a cardboard (laughs) box in the mail, and they're going to send me some stuff, and we'll see what's in it
0: when it gets here. Oh, you you never yeah you, yeah not the, the subscription
2: guy that, boxes. I yeah.
0: love them. I I well, used to do quarterly. That was all. I did yeah. quarterly with Tim Ferriss, but that was that was the that was my big one. But I've never been into like a lot of the monthly ones. Yeah.
1: So I'm doing a quarterly one, and I I found this company that I've I've actually um, I don't know even how I came across them. I think it was because of Backcountry.com or the climb Say or something. Look. Um This company <laughs> is called Nomadic.
0: Nomadic. Nomadic. Nice with a K. And...
1: I you know again it's it's uh, since it's quarterly they came out with a, a quarterly program that's a little bit more expensive but it's kind of that a step up in their box of crap. Mm. Um, <laughs> I really didn't want a box of crap.
0: So you, you can do a monthly a box, box of box crap, of crap with them, or you can do the you the... can do a quarterly box of better crap. So, and that's cool because the biggest thing I liked about the, I tried when Quarterly first came out, which their actual packing company, interestingly enough, was in the foothills up here. Um, mm-hmm. And it was just the company they, they hired to pack everything else and ship it out. But when Quarterly first came out, it had curators. And the idea with it is you could be a curator. And if you were a big name, like a Tim Ferriss or somebody else, you could have, a, you, cure, you curate these quarterly packages. Mm-hmm. The value I got when paying for it, because I was paying hundred dollars a month or a hundred dollars a quarter and was Tim Ferriss would generally have something like 200 to $300 worth of value in that hundred dollar box. So I tried it with some other ones and some other brands like think geek had one that was $50 a quarter. I usually felt like I was getting $30 worth of stuff. Right. Right. And I tried it with some other groups like, Oh, here's a reading one. You know? So it was like you were paying them for their time and effort as well to put together this curated box and send it to you to me there's only value if you feel like you're getting something of and, value, and right? that's
1: that's me to a t i don't want to i don't want to give money away yet there's a lot of stuff out there that we don't have any experience with um
2: new gadgets and new things. gadgets are
1: always yeah. fun but again if i'm spending i think so this box i think is like 150 a quarter but hmm. you there's discount codes out there so mm-hmm. I ran a couple of crosses, some discount codes I got in an email or something. And then this box ended up being 130 bucks. So, and I was still like, really? $130. So what it are you subscribed me,
0: though? Are you subscribed yes. now for every quarter? Okay.
1: Yep. Yeah. So this box came with um, those puffy blankets. You've My heard Rumpel of that. Blanket. You've oh heard yeah. Of that R U M P L? Yeah. I love them. So I got a rumple blanket in this. Wow. Box. And I'm thinking, well, that's, that's like a hundred bucks. Those are mm-hmm. like $99 or something like that. Yeah. And um, they're amazing. I've got this uh, handy star. dandy fire starter, fire starter.
0: Nice. That
1: um, it's okay. I get it. I actually like this one. It's, it's a, uh, it's a ferrocerium fire starter. So it's not magnesium and it's got a really nice stick. Say, okay, say
0: ferrocerium yeah, like five nice. times fast.
1: Ferrocerium, ferrocerium. <laughs> I, can't,
0: I, can't I was surprised. I was, I was shocked. You said it the first time, right? i was like, whoa.
1: I got a little, uh, some, some coffee. Oh, um, it's, it's pour a over. pour over.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: I'm like, so the, yeah, I'm I actually have, things, I actually take things.
0: that when I go backpacking, I have right. Kuju oh, gotcha. pour Funny overs. I, I just, well, I'm was...
1: still sitting here thinking, okay, but it was still like, it was, a, I'm looking for that $150 value. Mm. Um, I got some, some gear patches, which mm-hmm. to, uh, holes in tents, jackets, kind of a. It's in cool shapes. Tenacious tape. It's called. Ooh, um, and
2: he's got a, what is it? A bear and a, or a buffalo and some acorns on the patches.
1: Yeah. They're shaped patches. Eco. I don't know if you can see that. Eco vessel makes Ooh. this little cup, wow. which, um, it's triple, triple Insulate. insulated. Yes. Um, I don't know. Where's the, where's the quad insulated? Um, <laughs> uh, well, um, that, that, I feel that'll... like I,
0: the the competition will come out with quad insulated.
1: Quad yeah. insulated, oh, yeah, because yeah, I'm sure that one's yeah. better. It's well. That
0: technically one. is quad insulated if you keep the sticker on.
1: Oh, that's huh. a good point. And yeah. If I put it in a koozie, then I'm like,
0: the, oh, dude, yeah, is there, what's off. what's quad? What's after? What's five? Six. How do you... penta penta?
2: No, is it penta? No,
0: yeah, no, penta, yeah. Well, penta, penta, yeah, quad, penta, penta insulated, pentagram. I
1: don't know about the whole. <laughs> but I will say that. It, you know, the only way to get one of these handy dandy bad boys is to be on our modern Jeeper adventure this week. But that's, that's right. Um, and so I'm like, okay, I got a cup that I have a lot of and yeah. some patches and a coffee. <laughs> and then, and then, so in the bottom of the box is a headlamp. Oh, wow. Nice headlamp. And Wow. That's so a big one. I Googled one it. Amazon says these are about 70 bucks. It's um Nice. Lens, MH10? whatever it's
0: lens, called. Lens, MH10. lens, LED lenser. LED, LED lens-er. lenser. LED lenser. Uh, MH10. Wow.
1: And, and, and it's USB rechargeable. It's got a separate battery pack with it. It's like 700 lumens in a headlamp. Um, Damn. So, okay. You got your value. I, I mm-hmm. think that I'm pretty happy with it. And again, uh, you know, this is the intro box. So they want you to stay a part of it. We'll have to <laughs> right. see what happens in another quarter um well some of my
2: subscription boxes that you can earn points or extra things by they have a little card and it gives you a description of everything that's in there and code. right right if you go and do a review on it Mm -hmm. a video review or even tag and post them in your video review you get extra points that's (laughs) some of my makeup ones have those
0: Right, and and that's that's the cool thing about it is you kind of get create a game on it. Right? Like like I've thought about the modern Jeeper brand doing something, right? Mm-hmm. But if you think about it, to be profitable, you probably want to have at least a thousand subscriptions, right? You need to get to that point where you're at a thousand subscriptions, paying quarterly is probably the right way to go because it gives you yeah. time to okay. really pursue it. And getting Monthly product. boxes, like mm-hmm. John used to get Loot Crate, um, and Loot Crate was very much like for the comic con fan the the, you know and everything from the box itself having like marketing on it from the upcoming avengers or whatever to he has little little pins on his on his uh wall in his office that he's gotten that are all custom made little little pins um that are various things from you know uh, um old uh uh, old video game icons to other things Mm -hmm. right little characters like Groot and stuff that would, that he has sitting on his desk. So very cool stuff. But interestingly enough, I was looking at somebody doing an analysis on, on when you go to look at thrift stores and looking for collectibles and things that are resellables, right? It turns out that most of the stuff that's, that's loot loot, crate exclusive, like a a Groot, that's a loot crate exclusive has no resale value. Like it's not a collect, the collectors aren't trying to to get those because oh, they were just interesting. They were specialized for loot crate according to this guy. Right. Gotcha. But yeah, the, the whole idea, but then you look at it, go, okay, what would, because some of these, I know uh, uh, for a long time, will was getting one of the ones that was gearhead associated. Right. So you got a t-shirt every month. You got a pin, you got maybe some little gidget or gadget. So the little fill in stuff you call, I call that all a little fill in. You got two really good things of value and then a bunch of fill in things. Yeah. But to really yeah. curate all that stuff and bring it together—that's that's a that's a, a full time job, right? Absolutely.
1: Yeah. And I and I think it's interesting. We have to. We all we as as Jeep guys, we we like gear. We like stuff that's usable. But mm-hmm. the thing, so I was actually thinking this morning when I was out in my my shop working on one of the Jeeps. Um, you know what we don't have in our in any of our Jeeps is that you know that that junk drawer you have in your kitchen. Right, where you're not even sure what's in there. Well, we're almost needing that in our rigs because we have so much stuff, and we need a junk drawer in there. To where is that going to be the glove box? Is that the center that, console? That's my
0: glove box, buddy. Mine's
1: the center console. Yeah, and I just—I I mean, I think that's unfortunate because that kind of stuff drives me nuts. Like, well,
0: then you would really be driven nuts by the fact that pretty much once every couple of months we empty out our junk drawer in our kitchen into a plastic crate that's sitting on my bench in my garage that needs to be sorted through. And, and so I've got, I've got junk plastic crates full of all the stuff that's accumulated in the junk drawer. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I'm, I am not that I am. If I'm not using it in the next three to four months, then it must be trash and I I'm horrible like I want to give stuff away, I want to put it on whatever eBay and all that, but I don't. I end up just chucking it, and I feel bad. I, I used to put stuff out at the curb, um, and it would just disappear at the end of the day. <laughs> but it, I, it's
0: I, I, there's not enough people in your neighborhood for that to happen. Oh, it must no, be the animals, exactly. The animals taking away. Big
1: stuff is fine, but like I can't really put, you know, I don't know.
0: I don't um,
2: put a table out there and
1: just. I'm <laughs> gonna have like a permanent yard free, sale or free something. stuff. Table.
0: Well, yeah, I can, I'll introduce you to people that are out there like Rob, one of our guys here, He, his side hustle, he goes and checks out the thrift stores on the weekends and picks up stuff and CDs and things like that. And, and uses the eBay app to scan it and see what's, what it's selling for on eBay. And he, mm-hmm. he buys things for five bucks and sells them for 200, mm-hmm. you know, on eBay well, and, and just,
1: and As Jeep things become hard, I can already see this going with parts, hard to find parts, things like Mm. that, where Mm. there's going to be, there's, there's yeah, it's going to be interesting. I mean, some of these, as these older model Jeeps or things that you just can't find anymore go away, um, whether the manufacturer went out of business Mm. or they stopped making it. There's some really cool stuff out there, but I think it's interesting. We're we're into that time of to to pay a hundred bucks to mount a cell phone on my dash we're kind of in that realm. Like what's wrong with us? Is this, (laughs) that's craziness. We're going to spend that kind of money on stuff that is just so simple or. ah.
0: Yeah. You know, it's the, it's that thing about the toys and the gadgets and the gifts and the things you want. Right. So I mean, right now there's challenges in the industry for aluminum so I keep thinking that all these aluminum stock wheels that people are accumulating that can't get sold because nobody wants them, maybe we just need to melt them down and start like turning them into like go. new business, or recycle back in. Yeah, you know, turn turn. You ship us your aluminum wheels, and we'll ship you back a set of fenders.
1: Right? Is that like a, is that? Would that be a foundry? Where does where do the where do those mills live? I mean, like yeah, steel, a, I understand, but
0: yeah, that's that would be an underground foundry. I would be like, yeah. yeah we, what do you what's that sm-? we have no idea. That smoke's not from us." Yeah, I don't from, know what you're talking about. What's I'm what talking about. That's just a little thing. Just melt it down. <laughs> mm-hmm. Melt down your wheels and create uh, cast aluminum fenders for you. <laughs> there you go. I like it. It's a business. Well, you know, yeah, there's a whole the whole idea of gadgets and things and you are definitely more of a of a earlier doctor than I am. Um,
1: well, I just want, I, I, things for me, they have to be usable. And if it's not usable, um, man, I, I have enough of that stuff that just, it's, uh, I've mentioned this long time ago. It's head trash for me. Mm-hmm. One of my prior bosses that owned land title used to talk about head trash, head if trash. you can clear up that head trash. Well, it's no different than those little gadgets that don't get used. That mm-hmm. thing just exists in my mind and it takes up space. If I can remove it, then I have more space in my brain, but we have all that clutter in there and it's, can be things, it can be thoughts, it can be all of that stuff. That's all head trash. We need to get yeah. rid of the head trash.
0: Yeah. That's that 80, 20 world. It applies to our own heads. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Head trash. That's a good idea. I mean, I, I, I very simply handle it by just, there's a whole section of my head that I just ignore just like my garage. <laughs> I ignore it. I don't yeah. worry about it. It doesn't stress me out. I've learned yeah. a long time ago that I can't do anything about it. It doesn't affect me. My mm-hmm. backyard affects me because I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm about to pay somebody a decent chunk of money just to come in the back and go make this look pretty again. Right? Like i I've, I've neglected it. I, I did just here. I don't care. Fix the damn thing and make it look pretty again. Uh, which means Last getting night. your hands and knees and pick out all that, um, all that crabgrass growing through my undergrowth.
1: Last night at eight o'clock, I asked jesse I said, "What's that sound? I hear some somebody's outside. I looked outside there's a pickup in front of my house in in the yard they um, They said they were going to bring me some more rock to cover up this one flower bed and eight o'clock last night, pitch black outside, they're hauling rock
0: <laughs> well, at least they're getting it done that's right that's, that's right. right that's right. getting it done all right well. There's a lot more we could talk about our modern Jeepers, but uh, I think we mentioned Jeep at least a couple of times,
1: a couple of times. We're still working with, uh, for our listeners, we're still working out with something with best top. We'll figure out what that's going to look like as well. Um, we should then hopefully maybe we can have them on the program next week. We'll see how that goes.
0: You know, doing a quarterly box works a lot better when we've got, you know, then we go to our sponsors and make them ante up stuff. Um, you think we got, you know, get a radio. I mean, there's there's all kinds of stuff we can ante up into. We shouldn't think about it. We'll it. Yep. Hey, listeners, if you want to see something, if you want to see sort of some sort of quarterly thing from Modern Jeeper, let us know. I'd uh, like to
1: yeah, we'd like to hear your thoughts for sure. Hear
0: your thoughts about it. Please email Matt's at MetalClook.com, Corey at com, Jesse at com. Of course, you can find us at modernjeeper modernjeeper.com. and remember the word of the week. The keyword of the week. That's right. Mark that down. All right. Anything else, my friends?
1: Nope. I think we're good, man. We'll see you awesome. next week.
0: Yep. Friends, we'll see you on the trail. Cheers. See ya. This podcast will self-destruct in five, four, three, two.